Listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio AM820 brings you Alive for More, a dialogue with Catholic young adults produced by AM820 to encourage and inspire the universal call to holiness. And now, Alive for More. Welcome back to Alive for More. You know, sometimes we might think we have lost our faith. We're going through the motions. We have things that, you know, we're just at a roadblock. And oftentimes we just think it's our fault or, you know, or someone, someone else's fault. We're not willing to actually examine the question. So today on Alive for More, we're going to talk about what it means to rekindle faith. My name is Father Nick Venter. I'm joined in the studio by Kayla Walton, Trisha Casson, and Joel Yarmish. And before we begin on this topic, we're going to begin in prayer. In the name of the Father and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, be present now, and let your Holy Spirit bow our hearts in love and truth today to hear your words and keep your way. Lord, you have given us the church in order to follow you. Help us by your grace to submit in humility to this journey of faith, so that we may one day see you face to face. And we ask this all through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Pray these things in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. I think this is going to be an exciting topic, to be honest with you guys, because I feel like every person at some point or another has needed a jump start, either yeah. in faith, a career. But, you know, we're more focusing on the faith, on, you know, belief in God, practice. And sometimes I know I fall into this chapter sometimes just going through the motions. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm just going to get in this prayer time and okay, done. Click. Mm-hmm. I'm finished. Yeah, Father, sort of I like would a- challenge you. Is there a problem with going through the motions? When you are in a time of dryness, I to me, I think that's exactly how you get out of the dryness. Yeah, is I mean, you continue to go through the motions until you know okay, the Lord I mean, pulls I you think, out of the desert. Yeah, and I think that something that's important to remember is that a lot of times we can equate like faith to feelings, and mm-hmm. so when we don't have that feeling, is that a time of dryness? And in actuality, it's not. You know, I think that there can be some confusion with that too. Yeah, mm-hmm. d- when discussing specifically, you know, losing faith or rekindling faith or trying to build up your faith, I kind of broke it down into to two things because there's there's faith, one thing, uh, in what you believe. Do I believe in God? Do I believe in everything? And then the other thing is my actual, my the faith itself, my, my faith in God and my relationship with God. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. faith is kind of a, a broad term and it can have many definitions. I think the one that we're talking about more um, or I guess we should decide which one we're talking about more. Dun, is, dun, dun, dun. Right. Is, are we talking about uh, losing faith and losing belief? Or are we talking about our faith as in our relationship with God? I would say relationship. I, I mean, I'd... I would say both and. I'm Catholic here. So. Oh, right. goodness gracious. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. So, so that's kind of what I was thinking, too, Father Nick, was we, we break down both because both are challenging. Both present unique challenges and i very much like your dominican approach to you know breaking it down into essentials Mm -hmm. so um i i like to talk about like the specific beliefs because i mean yes going through the motions it can get us through those dry periods but sometimes if we're not even aware that we're in a dry period Mm -hmm. it can just seem kind of like empty it wouldn't Uh, actually you know i don't know that seems like rhetoric to me are you saying that when you are going through the when you're going through the motions, mm-hmm. it's not enough. I don't think it's enough. So what do you think is the... So I see what you're saying, Trisha. So what do you think is the the step after that? The step after that is, you know, allowing it to shape your life. When it's just something you do on Sunday mm-hmm. or do 
okay, okay. or at the beginning of your day yeah. or end of your day, yeah, um, or before meals or something like mm-hmm. that. And then once that's done, okay. no more. It's okay. just that's just what you do at those times, but it doesn't shape your life. That's okay. what I mean. But I see what you I mean. See what like, you're yeah. yeah, I guess where I'm coming from is when we were in high school, we had a good friend who died, mm-hmm. um, who was also a high school student. So it was traumatic for all of us and for mm-hmm. everybody in our community. Um, and I went to confession once to a priest during that time, and it was during Lent when he died. <clears throat> and the priest's advice to me was like, this is your Lent. Mm-hmm. Just go through the motions and the Lord will provide. Okay. You know, like you don't have to, mm-hmm. not that we don't have to pray with our heart, but because we always are praying with our heart. But I, I guess sometimes when life is hard or confusing or you're going through a time where your faith is challenging, Sometimes just like continuing to be faithful in the midst Mm -hmm. of that suffering is enough. And the Lord will honor your faithfulness when times are hard. Right. Does that make sense? No, No, I I think it makes sense. I agree. I think think Father Nick is hearing it more as do the bare minimum as opposed to going through the motions. So the way that when I, when I, uh, when I, I guess was thinking about this, when I was thinking if I was, was in a position where I was losing my faith, what I would do is I would go back to the points where I felt most strong in my faith. This is this is the location yeah. where I truly feel closest to Christ, and this is where I, you know, I feel where I I first felt this strong belief, and I wasn't just doing this because I was told to do. And the way you get back to those places, and in some cases, is to go through the motions. Is you you do what you are told to do because God God has given us those instructions because those are that's where to find Him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think Joel too, you know, kind of what Joel and Trisha were both saying is just remembering that, um, you know, when we look at our relationship with, with our Lord, that's what it is, is a relationship. And we have to remember that love is not a feeling, it's an act of the will. And so, you know, one of the perfect analogies is like a mother who loves her child. She's not going to feel like getting up at two in the morning to feed the <laughs> child or to change a diaper, but she chooses to do so. And love is an act of the will. And you know, when couples are not necessarily seeing eye to eye, that feeling is not there. And yet they choose. They It's an act of the will. And so I think that when we look at it like that, you know, we can make those choices to, you know, go to confession, to pray without that feeling being there. And it can still have just as much fruitfulness. No, and, and this is an, an excellent conversation, that distinction between, you know, I mean, I, I really like how Trisha brought that out and then just like finally defining our terms. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, I mean, going through the motions doesn't necessarily mean, you know, when you're dry, you're not getting anything from it. Like it's, it's a choice. Mm-hmm. But then on the other end of the spectrum, not just, you know, you know oh, this is just the social convention we're doing. That you want to actually receive and be shaped by it and just as a reminder you're listening to alive for more on saint gabriel catholic radio am 820 my name is father nick ventura i'm joined in the studio by kayla walton trisha casson and joel yarmish and right now we're talking about rekindling our faith and we just made two distinctions between going through the motions the empty show or you know you're holding on to what you can mm-hmm. you know you you believe but then there's this you know i don't know what to do and I, I think a beautiful person to talk about would be uh, St. Teresa of Calcutta, mm-hmm. Mother Teresa. I remember a few years ago, I mean, yeah. remember a few years ago, she her, let, her diary was released. Mm-hmm. And I mean, for 50 years, she had a dryness of faith. And, you know, 
but she still got up, served the poor, loved them, and 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 helped them. Yeah, I think something uh, exactly. And um, a priest once said to me, and Jewel hit on this too, is that when we are going through times like Kayla was saying, where we're it's like a willfulness to believe in Christ, and it's a willfulness to pray, and it's a willfulness to go to mass, but it's not necessarily full of consolations, right? Mm-hmm. So when we're in that period when we are purely acting out of our will because we know that it's right and we know that the Lord is the Lord. Mm -hmm. It's good to remember those moments. A priest told me to write down on a piece of paper that I'm never going to lose five times where I was so utterly convinced of God's love for me, where five times where I was filled with those consolations. Mm -hmm. So when we are going through those times where it's hard, because that is the reality of life. When we are in moments where Life is hard. That is so normal, right? But sometimes mm-hmm. I think when we're in those times, we feel like alone. But right. We're not, right? The Lord is with us at all Correct. times. And so it's good to remember and li- relive those moments and relive that feeling we had when we were so convinced of God's goodness. And th- it brings to mind um, a popular b- Catholic blogger who used to be an atheist. Her name is Jennifer Fulweiler. Fulweiler. Mm-hmm. Um and she, her blog is awesome, and she gives a lot of talks, and she actually spoke at the Women's Conference this year in Columbus. Mm-hmm. And something she was saying is part of her conversion to, from atheism to Catholicism was through her husband, who was not a practicing Christian by any means, but had had a moment in high school when uh, he knew God loved him. I can't remember mm-hmm. the moment. And he held on to that moment, and because of that moment, he never really lost his faith. And because he never lost his faith, now they're both like, you know, these wonderful Catholics who are giving talks around the country, changing the world. Yeah. And I think, Trisha, kind of to go along with that is not only, you know, this is not only good to recall for those who may have like fallen away, but also are just, you know, are people who go to mass on Sunday and people who, you know, do are involved in their faith. And yet, like they need that rekindling, you know, that when we think about a rekindling of a fire, there's that small little ember there. And but it's not a full-blown fire yet. And I know in my life, when I reach those times where I need that rekindling, one of the best things that has helped really helped me is um, kind of like what you were saying about Jennifer's husband was really clinging to the um, the thought of like, what are the blessings in my life? Like where, what are, where can I see the good that the Lord has done in my life today? You know, that, that happened just the other day. I was like, okay, Lord, I really just, you know, need a rekindling of my faith. And that's what it was, you know, going back to the Bible verse, like every good and perfect gift comes from you. And so really thinking about, okay, like where are the good and perfect gifts in my life? Right. And I I think now would be a good time to kind of talk about what does a person look like when they're like, what what does that look like when there is dryness of faith? Because sometimes I feel Mm -hmm. like we may think we're dry, Mm -hmm. but, you know, we're just blind to blessings or when it's really is the Lord just withholding stuff. Yeah. So if you want to like visually put this in, I guess, in perspective, the the thing that always uh, has happened to me when I've gone through these dry spells, and it's it's such a simple thing, but it's, I feel like it's obvious now Mm -hmm. that I recognize it in myself. Something as simple as not singing at mass, I think, is is a way to tell someone is, I think, not fully invested Mm -hmm. currently in their faith. Because for me, at least, it's a sign of my mind is somewhere else. My mind doesn't want to be in church. My mind wants to be somewhere else. So I've really... Um, and that's, that's, a uh, some, something that I've really tried to, um, because that's somewhere where I've really encountered Christ, obviously it's mass. Mm-hmm. And so I, I always know the more that I put into mass, the stronger my faith is going to be, even for that, 
for that one week at a time if you take it in one week journeys. So that's something that I've I've really attempted to do to sort of keep my fire burning is to um, just fully participate in mass, even as as simple as singing. So. Right. No, I, I think that's an excellent point. Like you, maybe you notice if some, some things you enjoy doing with the faith are now kind of, you know, losing the savor, mm-hmm. I suppose, you know, losing the attractiveness that it once had for you. Um, some other indications, at least for me, I mean, just like personal sort of stuff is, you know, just kind of like, OK, I just got to get this done. It's not something like looking forward to do. I just, I have to do it. Oh, I have to go to mass. Um, even me as a priest, I, yes, I have the opportunity to say mass every day, but sometimes it's just like, well, I got to go do this instead of like saying I'm excited to go mm-hmm. do it. Um, one thing that just brought to mind this mm-hmm. quote that is in um, the sacristy at the the church mm-hmm. where I work, and it's one of my most favorite quotes. And obviously, clearly, I am not a priest. I never, you know, mm-hmm. I don't think women should be priests or anything like that. But I think it's it beautiful. applies. I think I know the quote. Yep, yeah, it says, "Celebrate this mass as if it is your first. Cherish it as if it is your last." Yeah. And so I think that clearly I'm not going to celebrate mass, but in the same way I can attend mass as mm-hmm. if it's my first and cherish it as if it is my last. Yeah. And, that, yeah. and sometimes it's those mindsets, you know, and, you know, Trisha, to, to kind of go off your first point, you know, sometimes it is just saying, I got to do it. I just have to be there. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to just give up here. Um, it, it is a decision. It is kind of sometimes a test from God. Saying, all right, without these consolations, will you still choose me? Or, and, and, and now some people might say, well, that's, he's, he, he, he's playing games with me. It's like, no, it, he's trying to make it your own decision rather than, you know, just the mouse getting to the cheese. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I think that's, uh, that is kind of a beautiful comparison where, you know, our, our Heavenly Father is trying to give us the the opportunity to make this our own decision. So you're listening to Alive from Mora on Catholic AM820. I am Trisha Casson, joined in the studio by Father Nick Ventura, Kayla Walton, and Julie Yarmish. And we are discussing um, rekindling your faith. Essentially, you know, as a young adult, maybe your faith needs rekindled because you were raised in a beautiful Catholic family and now you're on your own and you don't quite know what to do. Or maybe it needs rekindled because you've always had a beautiful personal relationship with Jesus Christ, but life's starting to get hard and you feel like he's not there anymore. Um, I could go on and on. I feel like there's so many reasons why somebody in their 20s and 30s is away from their faith. You know, maybe it's because you've never really had a faith, but now you're sending your kids to Catholic school and Mm -hmm. you don't quite know what to do. And you want to start going through the motions because that's where your family is. Or There's so many ways. Yeah, I think that's something that would be really good is for us to kind of go around and share ideas of ways that faith can be rekindled. Um, I think one thing, as we've been talking, just something that came to mind is the importance of using our intellect. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, whether it's spiritual reading, for me, spiritual reading is truly one of the best ways ever to rekindle my faith because a lot of times the reason why my faith is not kindled is because my mind is somewhere else. And reading, like, really takes me to that, you know, inspirational life of the saint or, you know, church teachings And even along that same vein is using our intellect to tackle those tough questions. Like, is my faith not being rekindled because I don't believe in the existence of God? Whatever it is, reading those proofs for the existence of God is really important. Yeah. And I think, you know, we, we, Tricia was mentioning all the reasons people might lose their faith or might make it difficult. It's because we are, um, it's because it takes effort as, as humans. I think 
we are attracted sometimes to whatever the easiest answer is, whatever the easiest explanation is. And when we have to dig a little bit deeper, like Kayla was suggesting in reading materials, sometimes we take the easy way out and say, well, do I even believe in that anyway? So why Mm -hmm. would I I put my effort into it? And I think that, you know, I think that's a a great reason to dive deeper, even deeper into your faith. The producer gave me a great idea. You know, we could vote on whose idea is the best. No, no, because it's different for everybody. (laughs) No. No. I okay. say we can vote. No, I'm um, overridden. So, so an, I, you know, another another way that we could put, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> another way we could uh, potentially uh, try and rekindle our faith, I guess, would be um, I suggested a little bit earlier was to to think about um, places where you do feel most faithful. Where do you where have you felt those closest relationship the, your closest relationship with God? And one of the big places for me personally is um in in retreats, mm-hmm. in Catholic retreats and specifically adoration as part of Catholic retreats. And um so I've I've looked, you know, every every time I'm on retreat, I, I look forward to the adoration that that's that's part of it. Mm-hmm. And so now I try and get to adoration outside of retreats. And as an adult you are given less options for retreats you don't get mm-hmm. the the same retreat options at least i feel like i don't so i try and take whatever opportunity i have to go to adoration outside and it's and it's um it's never a bad decision uh, joel that is an excellent because that was actually kind of go into what kind of helps me rekindle my faith is you know we have a couple perpetual adoration chapels in in the city of columbus we have immaculate conception we have we saint michael's a, a lot um mm-hmm. saint, saint john, john of arc newman, saint john newman saint, saint john newman saint matthews there's, there's quite a few right and you know sometimes what helps me if i feel like it's just i'm going through the motions i'm not quite you know investing myself in it it's just making a deliberate choice mm-hmm. not like during the day but like getting up and saying, I'm going to go adore our Lord, mm-hmm. like at yeah. four in the morning, yep. you know, just signing up for that and just saying, I'm going. And then just that like act of forcing myself to pull myself out from my comfy bed um, mm-hmm. in my rectory to go adore our Lord just kind of uh, reminds me. I was like, no, it, it is a choice. It, yeah. You humble you humble yeah. yourself, not your will, but God's will be done. Uh, yeah. And I think, sorry, really quick. Oh, I think it. something else too, kind of along the lines of it, and it may be much different for gentlemen mm-hmm. than it is for ladies, mm-hmm. but I, I'll never forget in college, I had a friend who she, um, she made a point to have dates with our Lord. Mm-hmm. And that's what it was. But she would go and she would go to adoration and no one knew what she was doing, but she would just say, yeah, I have a date tonight. And it was like a date with our Lord. And that's, you know, something where I think she ended up, actually, I think she's married. So I wonder if he paid for her meals. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Just like well, show up at a restaurant. Well, okay, I'll, Lord, I'll, send someone to pay for my meal. Well, now. All, no, no, no. All her money that she has came from her Lord. So in a sense, he did. There you go. <laughs> Drop the mic. I should try that. Just Drop go to the mic. Okay, Lord. This is our date. Send someone to pick up the bill. Yeah. Let's see how. Yep. Good luck. <laughs> yep. But I think that, you know, even though, I, like I said, she got married um, and she wasn't really discerning a religious vocation, but even just that, that thought of, okay, you know, I need to take this time just as I would for a spouse or for a best friend or for, you know, uh, my significant other, whatever it is. You know, I'm going to take that time out for him. Exactly. So just a few uh, ways I maybe try to rekindle my faith when I'm just struggling. Um, The first is more of a simple way and less like I think it takes a little bit less effort is I try to order my life in ways that not my spiritual life, but just like my life 
in order that, then sometimes it makes my spiritual life easier to enter into. So like if my room is clean, um, if I'm eating healthy, if, you know, my friendships and my relationships with my family, I'm like working on and sort of investing in. So sometimes when I'm like trying to make the other areas in my life healthy and balanced, uh, it's easier to, I guess, make my spiritual life balanced, if that makes sense. Yeah, because no, it's, it's connected. It's, it, it, it gives really you, is. like, a little bit of, like, interior peace. And, yeah. The sisters, and allowing yeah. the Lord to, like, be in those little parts of your life. You know, like, Lord, I'm going to clean my room for these 30 minutes, and you're welcome to do whatever you want in my heart. And, yeah. you know, you have the silence of cleaning my room. And um, so just little things like that. And and then as a younger woman, you know, and maybe I should try it again now that I'm in my late 20s and no longer. Oh, young. my You're getting gosh. so old. I, Joel and I are not commenting on anything uh, about that, so continue. Yeah, so now that I'm like. <laughs> Wait, you're the same age. Yeah, but never comment no, on the lady's age. No, we're not the same oh, okay. age. Father Nick is six months older than me, and do not tell me I'm the okay, same age Okay, and you're six him. months older than me. See, this so. is why. This is why. <laughs> continue, Trisha. <laughs> uh, so is i i would i write letters to christ so when like things are hard and you know maybe my prayer life isn't coming as easily and you know i don't know the lord says don't be anxious but then you find yourself anxious and you're like why am i anxious you told me not to be anxious um then you're anxious about being anxious yeah you know like why am i worried about this i know i shouldn't be worried about this but i'm still worried about it uh is i just write him a letter you know dear jesus here's what's going on and you need to do something you need about to fix it, it. <laughs> can, I, can i ask you a weird question where do you mail that? I don't mail it. Actually, do you want to have all my letters? Oh, I left them on the, the Camino somewhere in Spain. <laughs> hey, it got it got sent somewhere. Then. <laughs> I'm never ever going to read those her, letters again. Okay, you know what? This is Someone actually really... in Spain is learning English through my letters to Jesus. It's, hey, no, yeah. it's okay. That's our Lord taking those things from well, you and saying you don't need it anymore. That's the thing because your dad also unfortunately got rid of all of your journals. Not to open up that wound, but <laughs> no, no, no. But our Lord is teaching you detachment in a beautiful way. Have Look any of that. your pets passed away recently? Okay, that you'd like to bring <laughs> I don't like pets. <laughs> Okay, okay right. so here we go. Anyways. <laughs> but, it, I mean, I think this is a great discussion, talking yeah. about rekindling faith. You know, you're listening to a live from our on St. Gabriel Radio, and my name is Father Nick Ventura. I'm joined in the studio by Kayla Walton, Trisha Kasson, and Joel Yarmish. Remember, you can listen to us Thursdays at noon, Sundays at 3, or online, on demand at stgabrielradio.com. And... Again, we're talking about rekindling faith. You know, we all have those moments. If you're driving in your car right now and all of a sudden you're you're going to think about that moment where you had a, you know, a lesser faith, if I may be so bold to say, mm-hmm. or maybe you're in that moment right now. Here's the thing. It doesn't have to stay that way. You know, there's always more. We can never be complacent with where we are. And I think that's kind of the the, the root of that is complacency. You know, it's a great question though. In, mm-hmm. in times like this is, is to ask somebody you, mm-hmm. you, if you are not experiencing this, you can ask someone else about that because to be honest with you, there's, there's, I, I guess there's not a worse feeling than feeling like you're alone in, mm-hmm. in your faith and or especially in general. Yeah. And, yeah. or, or just feel like that no one can relate to you in, in where your current struggle is. And I think, uh, I've heard the question asked before and I just, it's, it's beautiful when someone asks a question like, how, how's, how are you and how's your faith? And uh, I think just being being a sounding board for someone to discuss uh, with you on that, um, I think it's really important, and it's a role that uh, we all have to kind of fulfill, and in, in, as part of our missionary work, offer that to others. Yeah, right, no, that's a great idea, and and I, I, that is an excellent idea, being mm-hmm. and being vulnerable to other people. Kayla, yeah, I think something else too is just remember that you know we don't have to do these elaborate things. Sometimes it's just as simple as praying one of my favorite prayers and. 
Um, it's in the Bible where uh, I know Father and I are like all on the same page today, <laughs> but it's Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes we just reach that point where it's not just even belief as in like doubt in our faith, but it is one of those like, okay, Lord, like I love you. Help me in any area of my life where I don't love you, you know, and just really like surrendering it to him and knowing that we that we aren't perfect, but we can't just leave it there. You know, we right. have to strive for that perfection. And and I mean, we, we only have a couple minutes left. So and, and I think one of the causes of this is complacency, thinking like, I'm OK. I don't have to do anything more for my faith. Even when you're on the on the mountaintop, like thinking I've reached I've reached the point mm-hmm. that is actually when the death of the spiritual life occurs. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's that's what Trisha was mentioning earlier is, mm-hmm. is remember those times, write yeah. those times down and remember right. saying, this is how I felt when, mm-hmm. when you say that when you get to those times when you actually need to reflect back upon it, it's hard to remember outside of the moment. So when right. you're in the moment, um, I mean, write journals and keep your journals this time, Tricia. But, 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 <laughs> no, but she tried journals. to. It was no, out of control. So, yeah. Totally. I, I had one box and I said, Dad, this is the most important oh, box. Shoot. So I'm going to put it in the front of the truck and we put everything else in the back of the truck. And of course, it's the one box that's lost. Because uh, I set it apart. Yeah. It's, hey, listen, it happens. Yep. Yeah, it happens. You know, give it over to God. And, there you go. You know, one, one last, yeah, always, pray for all of us. <laughs> but especially me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think this last thought to leave is remember when a when a living organism stops growing or changing it's dead Mm. you know there's always growth and change and you know ups and downs when that stops that means it's dead Mm -hmm. so we never want to stop looking for you know how to grow more in faith where is god leading us um and when we're attentive to those comings and goings of, you know, consolations or even sometimes desolations, it allows God's grace to work more effectively in us. And unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today. So please remember to join us uh, Thursdays at noon, Sundays at three or online on demand at stgabrielradio.com. Trisha, could you close us in prayer? Yeah, I'm going to close with a Bible verse that I think really hits what we were talking about. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. This is 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 6 through 11. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that in due time he may exalt you. Cast all your anxieties on him, for he cares about you. Be sober, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. Resist him. Firm in your faith, knowing that the same experience of suffering is required of your brotherhood throughout the world. And after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace, who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself restore, establish, and strengthen you. To him be the dominion forever and ever. Amen. Amen. In the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Until next time, God bless you. Alive for More is a production of listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio AM820. Archives of Alive for More and all of our locally produced programs are available at stgabrielradio.com. Veni Sancti.